0: Hello, and welcome back to Dive In with Exo Swimmer Girl XO, um, which is me. I am her. She is me. That is my TikTok username. My real name is Catherine. I hope everyone's had a wonderful week. Personally, I have had a very wonderful week. I've been in California visiting my boyfriend who was on last week's podcast episode. He was a bit of a guest star. Uh, he won't be on this week, I don't believe, because he's currently doing something for work right now. And I guess so am I, because like this is kind of part of my, it can be work as well. Um, I don't want you guys to feel as though catching up with you is work for me because it is not never has and never will be (laughs) anyway. It's been beautiful in California. I went to, we went to San Diego this weekend. I saw one of my friends from TikTok who I met on TikTok, I guess, um, green eggs and ham. Like that's her account on TikTok. Her name is Michaela. I love her. Um, it was so cool. Like TikTok has brought so much into my life. Um, and I'm kind of like floored by it every day. I'm really close with her and also Mooneybug. Um, but Mooneybug couldn't make it to our little like meetup thing in California this time. I know we will make sure to get to her soon. I don't want to like dox her name on here, but her username is Mooneybug. Anyway, it was so cool. Like surreal seeing someone that I FaceTimed and watched episodes of TV with, um, which is green eggs and ham or Michaela on Instagram. It's Michaela is baking. Uh, it was just really cool. So we did that on t- um, this weekend and my boyfriend was very nervous because the weather wasn't nice and I've had to let him know. Um, I'm from Boston. This weather is incredible for me. It was just like a little foggy. I'm like, if we were in Boston. People would be in bikinis. Um, that's kind of been my running line as I have also met the majority of my boyfriend's friends and family, um, on this trip, which is kind of like what I wanted to talk about today. I think as you all know, um, I don't make, like outlines for these episodes um and I guess I just kind of like want to wing you, wing it as I go and fill you in on what's happened to me in the past week in the past week I've really gotten to know my boyfriend's friends and family and they've been wonderful and this won't just be a full 30 minutes of me bragging but I do think it's worth saying um the difference that I've noticed in this experience from the ones I've had in the past so that's kind of what we're going to dive into today and like the first episode with my boyfriend I won't be running ads on this um i talked about this pretty in depth on TikTok about how I don't really feel comfortable profiting off of my own like relationship, like some relationships that did not start online, I guess. Um, I have like an, I just think we, I have a very interesting relationship (laughs) to how much you share online. That isn't to say that we don't have a very close relationship. You and I, I really, this relationship is very important to me. Um, I just think that you know, I've been thinking a lot recently about how much you can glean from what is online. And even if you don't post TikToks, like, even if you're just um, using social media to post about your own day, there are so many like TikTok videos and uh, Twitter, like threads of people being like, oh, when that couple that I've seen millions of photos of online breaks up, and I feel like they need to tell me why. I think everyone has come into contact with this, bizarre parasocial norm that social media has made us feel as though is just the norm um that might not have made any sense but follow me on this part I feel as though um regardless of if you interact with social media in like an influencing way we are under this opinion and assumption that what you see online is 100% of somebody's day and I'm not going to dive into how people only post their highlight reel of course but I've just started to think about that a lot more recently and how like even if it's not a high, highlight reel high right reel sorry even if it's not a highlight reel you only see like what 10 photos of somebody's two weeks like no matter how much somebody actually actively and actually wants to share with you um even if you are in the Truman show, which I haven't seen that movie, but I'm pretty sure Jim Carrey figures out that he's being like recorded and gets out of it. Like there's no way for you to fully see every single thing that happens in a day with somebody or how they think or what they think about in emotions. And so all of our experiences online are just assumptions that we create based off of what we see. Um, And I guess what I'm just saying is it's, it feels, it's like an interesting dynamic for me as I continue to grow with you guys, like as we continue to grow, grow up together. when and if at all we decide to subject people who have not tried who have not um actively chosen to be online or parts of our lives that have not actively chosen to be online and even if the parts of our lives are ex- incredibly positive um if posting it online at what point does the consent for what people think about of it of like reference it I mean um make fun of it or whatever at what point is that line drawn? So sorry, it's like a whole rant I've been really thinking about a lot recently. But um, with that said, I've been in, uh, I've told you before, all of you, um, or just you, I don't know who's listening. I, by the way, when I record this, I assume I'm speaking to one person. Um, some people have asked me before, like why I started TikTok or who I talk to on uh, my podcast, if they're not saying like why I have a podcast or asking. Um, I have a podcast um, because you guys had re- Commented on a lot of my TikToks, and an agency reached out to me. But when I record, I visualize talking to um, the girl I babysat for growing up. And I don't want to dox her on here as well, which, by the way, she probably knows what doxing means, but I don't even consider her babysitting for. Um, I was incredibly close, and I still am incredibly close with this family from my hometown. Um, There's an older sister and a younger brother. And I think of the daughter as my sister, and the brother as my brother, and we're very close. And so they throughout my life growing up, like I don't have children yet. And seeing them grow makes me realize that I'm getting older. You know, when people say like, oh, my kids are getting older, like, she went to prom last year. (laughs) And I remember all this summer, I was like, when I would meet people, I'd be like, didn't she look so beautiful at prom? And people be like, is that your sister? And I would just say, yeah. So when I record, I pretend I'm talking to her. Um, I haven't gotten like she lives in my hometown. She's younger than me, again, has not signed up to be online. Um, So we are not going to do that. The little thingy. But what, what I am going to say is I think it's interesting how day in and day out I am shown how much love exists in this world and how all different types of love can like lead you to different places. And so um, if I speak in like a one, I don't know, I think about her a lot. And if I'm speaking one-on-one in like a tone, it's because I'm talking to her. You guys get to pretend to be her, but you're not her. I do know she listens to this um, and I love her. So anyway, going to get all emotional on here. And I don't think any of you need to hear me cry, um, at least in this medium yet, about how happy I am that I have people like that in my life. But yes, so I talked to one person. Sorry, focus, Catherine, focus. Um, Being online is interesting and it's weird. Um sorry I know this is a tangent a tangential opinion that has nothing to do with meeting how how lovely my boyfriend's friends and family are but um I think oftentimes at least for me like you go on TikTok or YouTube and you see these people like these influencers that we love and connect to and you connect to them because you think you're friends like I love Jenna Marbles you know I, I know a lot of us do and we love her because we identify we're like oh my god she would be friends with us and then they talk about in these videos like trolls online and like people who log online to like just mock them or say horrific things to them. And I don't know if I'm the only person, but um I think that we we aren't talking enough about the weight of if you are not Jenna Marbles, if you are not um like an if you don't have hundreds of thousands of followers if you are existing online in a social media space and if the trolls are not nameless and they are people who interact in your circle, right? I think cyberbullying and bullying and Um, negative comments and stuff exist more frequently within smaller groups of friends or people than we all like to admit. And I think that's maybe it's just sides of these social medias that I'm on, but the troll part, and maybe it's just me, it does not hurt me when somebody says something about me that I will never interact with, like somebody who I never will meet or whatever. And that is also because I sit in like a place of privilege, but it does hurt me when somebody who within my realm or my sphere that I can come in contact with mocks me. And I think that I'm not alone here. Like a lot of you have sent me DMs of like, how do I deal with bullying or I'm being bullied? And um, I want to say, I, if I'm the only person who tells you this, fine. I don't like the advice of like, don't let them get to you because I have ADHD. And I think that that puts the blame on the wrong person. Okay. Okay if you're being bullied, or if someone's making fun of you, like, I'll be very blunt here, guys, I have a podcast, um, you listen to it. I connected this to my Instagram account, people from my hometown or people tangentially related to me or have in, in, in spheres of me now know I have this. And while they understand or reason with or level with how they feel about someone they knew, just as like, so-and-so's girlfriend or ex or so-and-so's roommate or whatever this girl they went to college with now has a podcast I mean I'm putting myself online for people who've already seen me and I get a lot of mocks Like I get a lot of people mocking me to my face or not to my face like a lot of people saying uh, a lot of stuff that does hurt me and it hurts me because um, these are opinions that I they're the reason I post online They're opinions I ran from um, kind of a funny dichotomy of posting myself online because I did not feel understood by people I saw in my day-to-day life. Um, But that is the dichotomy that is my life. Um, And so I hate, and I understand it comes from a good point when someone's like, don't let it bother you because it's, you know, you're like bullies want to get to you. I hate when they say that because I don't think that's true. Um, I think that we can't assume why somebody says something, whether it's good or bad no matter how smart we are, um, I don't think that we benefit from not focusing on our own experience. I think that it is more comfortable to do so. It's more comfortable to say so-and-so is jealous of you. It's more comfortable to say so-and-so whatever, because it takes you out of the uncomfortable feeling of like, that hurt my feelings. I mean, candidly, I know people make fun of me to people very close to me, to best friends, to men I date. Like, I know that that happens. And recently actually even like last week i was talking about experiences that have happened before to me and environments i've been in to my boyfriend and i was like you know i i, I mean he's wonderful in so many ways i can't even like count them and i i will say one of the most kind of like stand out things about him to me or my experience with him is like being with him makes me feel more comfortable with parts of me that I was not comfortable with before. And I maybe wasn't even aware that I was not comfortable with before conversations that I, my, my mind villainized another person talking about them with Nick makes me, I just feel more like full of forgiveness, like and more accepting. And I don't know why. I just know that something about him just puts me like so deeply at peace that, um, I feel comfortable, I guess, looking at me instead of looking at the other. Like I feel more comfortable looking at like, I don't know if that person was jealous of me, but I know that it hurt my feelings. I don't know why. And it's, he didn't tell me it. I just felt it. But it's true and it's lovely. And so because of Nick, I've started to realize in my past why, or in places where I have felt hurt by somebody and words that somebody said because they may interact with me, and how at least for me, I noticed that it was easier for me to recoil because I felt that I was hurt, especially by somebody who's who has a relationship to me or with me, right? Like people whose opinion and whose validity and things I want to gain. When potentially like a more helpful use of my time and energy would be explaining to this person who I want to have a relationship with, how their opinion has affected me. And I think that that could be more helpful, but also more scary, because that means I would have to own what hurt me and the feelings that I was uncomfortable feeling to begin with. And I don't know really how, when, or why being with Nick made me realize this, but it has. Um, I think it's probably because I feel safe to experience discomfort, which I think is like the entire human experience is learning how to experience discomfort um, and not judge it. You know, when we're in a space of discomfort or um, when we feel uncomfortable, I think my instinct has been like, why do I feel uncomfortable? Because the goal is to solve it and to not sit in it. (laughs) And I think when we realize that we cannot control it, there's nothing we have done wrong to cause it when we're more just like this is part of being alive. I have at least found a lot more peace in that experience and somehow, some way I don't sit in it. I either don't sit in it as long or I'm less uncomfortable sitting in it. And then I'm presented with other opportunities to sit in my own discomfort because it's like a cycle, you know, like I was literally just talking about this in a lift, which yes, this means I, a I do take lift more because there are more female drivers. I don't know just for me. I, I do. Um, a and b. I am one of those people that does talk to my Lyft drivers sometimes. You know how people are like, there's like that trend. It's like your friend trying to befriend a Lyft driver. I don't know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I was just talking to mine about how like, um, you know, we're on this earth for only a certain period of time. And like, I don't, I don't think the point of the human experience is to pretend as though it's a video game. You know, if we're bored, um, if we're not learning, what's the point of it all, you know? at least that's brought me and uh, Sam, my Lyft driver, some solace, so. Anyway, um, I don't think you need to pretend that something doesn't bother you for someone to not bully you. I think sometimes people can hurt our feelings and we didn't ever ask for them to be hurt. (laughs) <laughs> I think sometimes the people who hurt our feelings the most are the people who are the closest to us because a their opinions matter the most B, um, Their relationships that we feel Make us who we are and so C, we feel as though or at least for me um, The potential of losing the relationship we have to weigh with being authentic to who we are And that is a weird balance that we don't like having to think about Um, And we only or we feel reminded about that balance when someone hurts our feelings. I don't know the answers to this. I don't think anyone I don't think there's ever like a black and white answer to it. I just think that this is part of, you know, the whole human thing that we've been talking about, or at least I've been talking about and you have been so wonderfully politely listening. So, um, yeah, people are going to hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And hopefully um, the community that we have here, which I love genuinely so much can make us all feel a little less lonely and a little less alone when we feel so alone. I just made a TikTok video this week um, about the Harry Styles, like the new music video. And it resonated with a lot of you and I. And it was so sweet and it really made me feel so warm. Um, because I, I talk often about a time in which I felt very alone and I wasn't physically alone. I talk about this because I feel as though, um, I feel as though that was like one of the most trying times of my life because I felt as though I couldn't talk to anyone. Um, Relationships are really important to me. I've always been like kind of, like I said at the beginning of this, deciding what do I share, what do I not share. And so when I was in a relationship with somebody and had committed full force to be with them, when I started to feel alone, I felt like I was betraying the relationship to share about it. And so I was very lonely and I couldn't, you know, ask for any help. I felt like that wasn't fair. And so... I wanted. I would like to, to talk about that and think about that because if anyone else is there, I want you to know you're not alone there. And I think knowing that you're not alone, even though we may never meet, at least would have made me feel more okay. So I hope I can bring that feeling to somebody out there somehow, some way. Um, with that, relationships. I saw a video the other day on my For You page about how someone's like, I don't want to have to go through the like what's your favorite color xyz again and something about the fact that you know you can feel like exhausted dating and having every like eight different people meet your friends and you know some creator a creator that I really love on tiktok so my mom's a therapist she's a licensed therapist so check her out if you haven't already she came on my podcast a couple of episodes ago she likes to describe dating as like um buying a house and it's that was like a very helpful metaphor for me when I was actively dating. And I think you're always like dating your partner. And so I wanted to share it again on here. Um, I've been resonating about it. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, Maybe this is just part of my healing too, but there is nothing wrong with you with giving something your all and wanting something to work out just because it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. Like it never will, you know, we're all people, we all have our own utility. Like we're all, you know, in this world together, but Sometimes I think relationships are meant to be in your life for only a short period of time. Sometimes I think relationships are meant to be in your life forever. Sometimes I think relationships, I think everything happens exactly how it's meant to happen. And I think that it's important to remember that when you date somebody and you think like, oh, did somebody else meet meet their family or their friends? Because you can have this pang of jealousy and like this thought like, am I one of many or am I... I just wish they only met me like there's a, a song by Julia Michaels all your exes. It's great. I'm a Taurus on Taurus rising One of My best friends on here um, live who I will not be saying her username because it will make this an explicit episode um, I sent it to her. She's Scorpio and we were dying laughing about it but it's like this idea that you wish the person you were with uh, You could live in a world where they didn't have any exes because seeing them in that way or ex- Interacting that way kind of feels dirty to you And I've been thinking about it all week and I've been kind of like unpacking it because um, at least for me, I've been in long term relationships before I met Nick and I've had a, have dealt with those in different ways. Like I have archived every Instagram post of my high school boyfriend and I and my boyfriend in college and the one post college. That's because that's how I deal with things. But other men have met my family and they have not been that have not been Nick. I have never felt the way I feel with Nick in my life. It is like eons above and beyond anything I felt with anybody, which I think is the point. You know, like all of these points and I think it's scary like actively falling in love because you realize or at least for me The more you're in love the more you're like this would really hurt to ever lose and maybe that's avoidant attachment Maybe that's adhd who knows guess what regardless of what it is. It can be scary and that can be okay but um, and that's like where you are um Being in other relationships before him doesn't make me or anyone else like wrong, you know, it's just where are experiences like being with Nick makes me realize like every single person I met prepared me to meet him. And I would like to think, I'd love to think that he will be the last love of my life. I have an Aries Venus, ADHD. I grew up watching Disney movies. And I don't mean to undersell it because I am falling in love in a way I've never felt before. I think everyone should feel that feeling as much as possible. And I think that we often attach a lot of shame to times in life that we have felt this way when they haven't been the last love or maybe just me. And I guess what I'm saying is if you feel this way you're doing it right according to me. Like so my mom's a therapist says you date and you you buy a house and you go from room to room and you check out the attic and if there are any bugs and only by time spent in the house can you realize and recognize how good it is for you. Now, some people may know they want to buy the house by looking at the curb appeal. I have ADHD, everything I do I dive fully in head first, feet first, not even for, head first honestly. And so that is what's natural to my body. Most people walk around the house for a bit before they commit to starting the negotiation process and that feels natural for them. And there are tons of things in between. The longer I can feel natural in my body, the more I realize the house could be for me. And so I've been in relationships that I have not been committed about at first. And I have felt a lot of like, I felt like, you know the way other people do things is the right way, and the way I do things is the wrong way, and that's not true. What's right for you is right for you. If I ever see myself, I made it TikTok about this. How I'm like really referencing all of my TikToks here. Really sorry, but um, like I dive into a pool. If I find myself near a body of water and I'm easing my way in, I know that part of me does not want to swim. Never will. I tried that thing. I dated somebody the way I thought I was supposed to date people, and I hated it. I couldn't change who I was. I didn't try to not, you know, I everybody always has. I believe everyone has great intentions. I dive in. That means that when I'm diving in, and basically also based on the fact that many people are supposed to, you know, walk in and that's why I did it. People who I love in my life who ease their way into a pool see me diving and they get scared and they're scared because they love me. And they're scared because if they dive in, they could drown. And that's why they don't, because it feels natural for them to ease their way into a pool. And so a lot of at the beginning of this we said bullying, but a lot of the feedback that hurts me, I think that hurts anybody is that when somebody in their life is telling them subconsciously or they feel they are telling them, we don't trust the way you get into a pool. We think you're going to hurt yourself. And why that is upsetting to me is because it lends you to think that, follow me on this one, that being hurt is your fault, that you could avoid being hurt. you could avoid getting water in your nose. And that lends you to believe that if there's water in your nose, you asked for it. And that doesn't sit right with me. I think that the want to prevent your friends and family from hurt is natural and normal. And maybe even me with privacy, like I said online, but I don't believe that it's in our control to do so. And I think that that is scary. And so it makes sense to me why we're like naturally inclined to make being like, don't run in, don't dive in or, hey, you're you're not diving in, you should dive. Like, you know what I mean? Because we think, oh my God, if I could just protect them in this little bubble forever, but that is not realistic and that is not the human experience, you know? I think for me, what has been more helpful is when my friends are in the shallow end of the pool or even the deep end and they know that it took them a while to get there and they see me getting ready, perched to dive in, what has made me feel loved, which is what that worry is from, it's from love, the most is them saying they can't wait to see me swim, like they can't wait to see me just dive into the deep end because they know I will get come back up for air. Doesn't mean I won't have water in my nose, You can't avoid the human experience pain and discomfort are part of those things like those two are part of that thing But it's that your human experience Is yours to live and yours to have and the people in your life trust and remind you When you're a little nervous, you're a little shaky You're at the end of the diving board and that's the moment where you think maybe I don't know Am I doing the right thing? And thinking that doesn't mean you're not it just makes you human I think the kindest thing, the biggest act of love is for someone to tell you like you are doing the right thing because, you know, you better than anyone. Nobody in this world knows you like, you know, you, you know, <laughs> sorry, that's a lot of you knows. But with that said, I've dated men before and <laughs> I dated other men who aren't Nick. Uh, I've exclusively dated men. The point is and I've met other families before and uh, I can be candid on here. That has been something that has been hard for me. I have dated people and me and the people I've have dated have not been compatible in that manner. And I think they would candidly say the same. Um, and it's been something I've always really kind of been insecure about in relationships. And so I've always really wanted to make good impression. Family is really important to me. Um, so when I don't feel as though I have made a good impression, it like really affects me. And this is possibly toxic because, you know, it took me X amount of people to meet Nick. Um, maybe Nick will be the first person you meet. You know what I mean? But uh, his family's great. Like, I can't stop talking about it to mine. Like, they're the highlight of my trip here, which is hard to find because the trip has been incredible. But there's something, like, I genuinely love his siblings and his parents and his his um, other extended family, like cousins and nephews and nieces. And I'm just throwing this out there because, again, his family did not sign up to be online. But um, it's so cool. You know, I think some people get it and it fits perfectly in the first try. Again, we're all different. But I have been hyper aware of how many, all of the intricacies when it doesn't. You know, like the awkward side glance or you guys don't get each other's humor. I have experienced all of it. And similar to falling in love with Nick, like falling in love with his family, which is fully happening to me is really cool. Um, Because I'm just, like it's interesting where there were deficits or there were mismatches. You really do notice all the tiny correct matches when you have them there or the tiny comforts when you see them Um, and it's really really cool for me to experience and you know we're not the same but if you're anything like me and you're wondering like will I ever get that I did and so who's saying you can't you know it's really cool I never I really I wanted this I thought I conceptualized a love like this. I just never knew what it would look like to experience. And I can confidently say it is more warm and golden than I ever thought possible. And so, um, I think I always had a fear, too, that I was like, people used to be like, oh, it's going to be more than you can imagine. I'm like, I don't know. I have ADHD. I will pretty much do anything to not do what I'm supposed to do. Like, my distractibility is through the roof. I also grew up going to Disney World and watching Disney movies and have seen an incredible love of my parents the majority of my, like, all of my life. They, They are madly in love. And so, my standards are pretty high. And I will tell you, if I can be impressed or held tighter by something I didn't plan... Uh, hopefully that brings anyone else like me some solace. I'm sorry I'm not going to answer a DM this week. Um, I will answer them again, I promise. Just wanted to check in and tell you all that I love you because I do. And all of you mean more to me than you'll ever know. Um, I love this community and I consider us all friends. And frankly, uh, vulnerability and honesty, I think, build friendships. And they're things you practice. And checking in with you guys every week and hearing about your lives is helping me practice too. And so I want you to know that uh, I, I love you a lot, a lot more than you can comprehend, I guess. And I will spend as long as I can with your attention, uh, reminding you of that. Anyway, I love you. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you all next Tuesday. Bye.